Blog Talk Radio. Mark Miller Motivation. Go get it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is a wonderful day. We are in the fourth quarter of 2019, and I come tonight to to remind you that there's still time left on the clock. There's still time to get things done. If you just focus your mind and focus your attention on what needs to be done, you can get it done. But before we go any further, I submit this show and this entire experience to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, tonight I want to talk to you about uh, in spite of the circumstances. When we think about the fourth quarter comeback, we think about overcoming great odds. We think about winning in the clutch. We think about just not allowing ourselves to lose. We have to be mindful that in many instances we, we are dealing with circumstances that may not be so favorable to the outcome that we seek. And in understanding that moment that you're in, you have to get convinced. You have to be convinced that about a shot without, first and foremost, you deserve to win. You know, honestly, one of the first things that one person has to come in contact with in their own mind is the theology that they can win. You have to see yourself successful. I don't care what it is that you you may want to try to accomplish right now, and I don't care what the odds say. In spite of the circumstances, you can be successful. In spite of the circumstances, you can win. In spite of the circumstances, you can be successful. I liken it to sports. You know, I'm a sports fanatic. I, I played several sports. I specifically and especially love baseball and football. But I have a more dying love for football. Even though I have a love-hate relationship with football because of some of the things that have gone on. Uh, you know, later years we found out, you know, that uh, brain injuries were way more prevalent. Concussions have been taking, robbing some of the greatest players of the, of the game of their life after the sport. But even still, I can still glean from sports. I can still glean from the sport and, and find something that I can liken or um, compare to my own life in moments of, of such, such moments. And one thing I noticed, and yeah, I have a lot of talk about, I, I heard a, a previous uh, show I did, and I discussed the Super Bowl during a time when the, with the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. And in that Super Bowl, the New England Patriots found themselves 25 points down in the fourth quarter, excuse me, in the second half. And it just looked like that they were not going to win. It just looked like they were just waiting to blow the whistle with the clock at all zeros in the fourth quarter and crown Atlanta the champion. It looked like that for all intents and purposes. It looked bad. But it took one play to get the momentum going back towards the way it was It took one play. It took one play. It didn't take 20 plays. It took one play. Now, those other subsequent plays led up to some other scores, led up to some other things, but it took one play to shift the momentum back in New England's favor. And as a result, New England was able to regain the momentum of the game 
they were able to, to stop Atlanta from scoring anymore. They were able to stop Atlanta's momentum. And in in doing so, in doing so, in spite of the circumstances, they were able to regather what was important to them, and it was that they came to this game with the hopes of winning a championship. So it was seen on the outside. But what they really came to that game with was a burning desire, a feeling, a knowing that they were supposed to win. So guess what happened? In spite of the circumstances, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the challenges, in spite of the mistakes they made, in spite of everything that led to the point where they found themselves 25 points down to a dominant defense in the Super Bowl, they were able to regather themselves, change the momentum of the game, and lead themselves on a course to make history. That's what I want you to think about today. That's what I want you to think about today. That's where I want you to focus your attention in spite of the circumstances. If I can stay focused on what it is I truly desire in spite of the circumstances, I can rewrite history. If I can stay just locked and loaded on what I believe in for my life, opportunities will start presenting themselves. Doors will start opening. Momentum will shift in my favor. I say the same thing to you in spite of the circumstances. What circumstances may, be, may you be facing at this moment? Could it be a doctor's report that wasn't favorable? Could it be you've looked at your bank account and it doesn't say what you wanted it to say? Can it be that you have uh, some unruly children? Could it be that people are talking about you and they're saying bad things about you? Whatever the circumstances may be, what is it that you want to see manifest in your life? That's what it comes down to. That's what's most important. I'll give you another analogy. Uh, the World Series just ended a couple of days ago, and it was a, a matching uh, the Washington Nationals versus the Houston Astros. Now, the Houston Astros came in as a huge, huge favorite to win their second World Series in three years. The Nationals came in as a team that barely made the playoffs. In fact, early in the year, the, the, the Nationals looked like they were going to be uh, definitely getting the number one pick in the draft. They they were bad. But somehow, some way, they remembered what they had espoused to do from the beginning of the season. And they were able to get back on track. They were able to, to regain the momentum in their direction, in their favor. And then this is one thing that, that happens a lot of times when you're moving forward trying to uh, realize the life of your dreams. You know, I say like this, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. In order for you to maintain it, you have to believe that you deserve it. And so one thing about being in in, in, in heat of battle, you have to know that you deserve what it is you're looking for. You have to know that you deserve what it is you want. You have to know that you deserve to be on top and not beneath, the head, not the tail, the first, not the last, the lender, and not the borrower. That when that trophy gets raised, that you will be the team or the person hoisting that trophy. So let's go back to uh, – the Nationals in the World Series bid. The Nationals, again, went against some of the best pitchers in the, in the game today against the, with the uh, Houston Nationals. One of my fan favorites happens to be Justin Verlander, who for years was the ace of the Detroit Tigers staff. And, you know, it's no secret I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I love all things Detroit. And Detroit sports in our city is, is major, is big. 
And we fall in love with our, our sports heroes because they end up uh, epitomizing the, the strength of, of our city. This is a blue-collar city. This is a city that is uh, tough-willed. And so when one of our sports uh, heroes wears that type of uh, banner, if you will, or has that type of swagger, if you will, we rally behind them, and they're ours forever. So even though he got traded to the Houston Astros, Justin Verlander is still in our hearts as a, uh, a Detroit Tiger. He came up in the Detroit Tigers farm system. He is one of ours. So whenever he pitches, Detroiters still get excited because they know that even though he's in Houston, he's ours. He, he'll, he'll never be forgotten in the city of Detroit for the things he did in helping the Tigers become a, a powerhouse for um, a great deal of the first part of uh, the 20, 2000s, rather. And so he's one of the best pitchers in the game. There's another gentleman named Garrett Cole. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. So this, this team is loaded with talent from top to bottom. The, the roster is filled with great hitters. The, the roster is filled with great uh, defenders. The roster is filled with people who just play baseball at a very high level. So much so that Houston had one of the best, if not the best, um, uh, winning percentage of a season, or most games won. But again, the, the Nationals barely made it to the playoffs. They had to scrap and claw for everything they got. They didn't get anything. Nothing was given to them. They, they had to fight for everything they got. They had to take it. I made a statement on uh, Facebook a couple of days ago. Uh, one of my Miles Speaks wisdom, I, if you look for it, hashtag Miles Speaks. That's M-Y-L-E-S-S-P-E-A-K-S, Miles Speaks, hashtag Miles Speaks. And one of my uh, Miles Speaks wisdom was that respect is not earned, it's taken. And when I say that, you have to take your respect. You can't allow your respect to be put in the hands of someone else. You got to take it. You got to take it. About taking it, I mean that I put my hands on it and I got it where I wanted to go. I am not waiting for you to, to respect me. I take my respect. I guide my respect. I command my respect. And whether another person admires that or not, that's on them. And that, again, that, that feeling, that vibe epitomizes what I see or what I saw when the, the Washington Nationals stepped onto the field. They knew what they were up against. In spite of the circumstances, they knew what they were up against. They were up against, again, one of the best pitching staffs in the game today. And all of their hitters are pretty good. They were overmatched. On paper, they're overmatched. So much so that a, a, a gentleman from Houston took and wagered $6 million cash money for the Astros to win the World Series. This was back two, three months ago. He, he had that kind of confidence in this team because they were that good. But these gentlemen from Washington, D.C., the Nationals, they didn't get that same memo. They didn't just lay down and let the Astros be crowned. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of what they saw, in spite of what it looked like, they came to play. And they challenged them. And in game one, guess what happened? The Nationals walked away with the victory. Against, again, one of the best pitchers in the game, in Garrett Cole. In game two, 
They went up against Justin Verlander. Again, one of the best pitchers in the game today. And beat him. Now, funny thing happened. Those first two games were in Houston. They were in the in the the city of the team who had the, the home foot advantage. The next three games, Washington hosted. So it was just a just a sure bet that they were going to win the World Series in their own hometown because guess what? They had taken the advantage. They had the momentum. But one thing about a champion, one thing about a person who believes they should be victorious, they will not go away easily. And nor did the Houston Astros. They didn't get put away easily. So what happened in game three? They came out and they played. They played like they had been playing the whole season. It took game, game three. And they came out in game four, and they played like they had been playing the whole season. And guess what happened? They took game four. In game five, the Washington Nationals had another pitcher on their team who, ironically, a, a former Detroit Tigers pitcher, in uh, Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer was another fan favorite here. Not as beloved as Justin Verlander, but still beloved nonetheless. He was part of a great uh pitching staff while here at the Tigers. And he was set to go in game five. If he was pitched in game five, it's very likely that Washington would have won game five. But he had a sore neck, and he couldn't – he was in so much pain, he couldn't really stand out there on the mountain and throw the ball. So he didn't pitch that game. And the Nationals ended up losing. So here they are. They have had the momentum in their favor – they were able to take two games at home, two games on the road, excuse me, from the Houston Astros, the best team in baseball. And it, it was just an assurance that they were going to go back home and at least get one or two of those games there. But, again, the heart of a champion, the, the Astros deserve a kudos as well because they are, they are still champions. They, are, they understand how to win. So when they – got to that game five, and Scherzer wasn't able to pitch, and Houston won it. Now they're going back to Houston three games or two. Houston now only needs one game to be crowned again as World Series champion two times in three years. And on the mound for the Astros was Justin Verlander. Now, in Detroit, we have become accustomed to Justin Verlander in closeout games handling business and shutting people down. And in this game, he started off pretty well, gave up a, a run, but his team came back and got two runs. So he wasn't in too much trouble. But somehow, somewhere throughout the middle of the game, he got into one inning where he, he hit two home runs off of him, and he found himself down 3-2. When he got out of that inning, that was – that was it. His team took him out the game to try to stop, keep the game close. And as a result, it gave the Washington Nationals momentum. It gave them momentum in spite of the circumstances. Here they are facing the best team in baseball. The best team in baseball. I'll say it again, the best team in baseball. And here they are with an opportunity the best team in baseball was an opportunity to close them out, and they 
let him off the ropes. They let him off the hook. So the momentum now has swung back to Washington. So in spite of the circumstances, here they are, ready to pitch, ready to fight again. And what ends up happening? They're able to fight off Houston, fight off elimination, and force a game seven. Now, here's the wonderful thing. Before the game started, Washington's manager said that it, his team made it to the playoffs, me, to the game seven, that Max Scherzer, their ace, will be ready to go. So now here it is. The opportunity that they would have had in game five, they had to wait to game seven. And then there was a game seven. You see, them, you see what's going on here? Opportunities come when you continue to believe in what it is you want to accomplish in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what it may even feel like. What is it that you want to accomplish? I ask you that question. I want you to think about it. What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you, you just need to just say enough is enough? I want this. And there's still time for me to get it in spite of the circumstances, in spite of the circumstances. So here we are. We find ourselves in a game set. And Washington was able to beat Houston's ace in Justin Verlander. And an ace is um, a team's star pitcher, the number one pitcher on the staff. Here it is. Look at how momentum works now. The Washington Nationals were able to overcome the Houston Nationals' best punch. They were stood their best punch and got away victorious because they weren't they weren't hadn't succumbed to what it looked like. They hadn't succumbed to the weight of the situation. In spite of the circumstances, they were able push forward. In spite of the circumstances, they were able to stay focused. In spite of the circumstances, they played big when they had to play big. They were clutch when they needed to be clutch. They won when it's time to win in spite of the circumstances. Now, fast forward. Game seven. All the marbles. They're fighting each inning of the fight. And Houston sends out a guy, Zach Grinke. Grinke's a pretty good pitcher. He's pitched for some uh, some quality teams throughout his career. But he's never been that guy that, you know, when all the chips are on the, on the table that you're going to send him out there. He's never been that guy. But this night, he was pitching like he, he was that guy. And he was hard to beat. He had the Washington Nationals number every step of the way. And the Astros were able to get two runs off of Max Scherzer. So he was nursing a two-run lead, a two-zip lead, into the seventh inning. And then all of a sudden, it just broke loose. All of a sudden, everything broke loose. All of a sudden, the circumstances, they were down two zips in in an elimination game. And all of a sudden, 
They found one kinky in the pitcher's armor. Squeezes shut the door on him. Just as the casket was being closed and they were being getting ready to be prepared to lay be laid to rest, life arose into them. They got a home run. And then they got a runner on base. And then they got another home run. All of a sudden, for seven innings of dominance, one inning, the seventh inning, one inning, erased all the dominance, all the momentum. They now had the momentum. They now had the, the energy and the, the flow in going in their direction. One inning. It just took one inning to change the whole course of the game. In the eighth inning, they scored another run. And then in the top of the ninth inning, they scored two more runs. And in the bottom of the ninth inning, they sent Houston down one, two, three. They struck them out. They got them to pit, they hit uh, fly balls. They got them out the inning. And when the game was all said and done, game seven went to the Washington Nationals, which meant the series went to the Washington Nationals. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of being overmatched, in spite of not having everything cool pristinely for them, they kept their heart, their minds, their souls focused on what it is they set out to do. They set out to win the World Series. That's not saying that Houston didn't. Houston definitely set out to win the World Series. Houston definitely set out to win the World Series. Here's why you know. Because one thing about proper planning, if I want to accomplish something, I want to give myself every advantage that exists, if I can. What did Houston do? They went out and they played the best ball all season. They had the best record. They had home field advantage. That is always a plus inside of a uh, – you're in the playoffs. You want, to, you want to get your home crowd behind you. You want to be able to you know, go to the plate and know that, that when you, every swing, every, every pitch that you take, your, your fans are there cheering you on. Every play you make on defense, your fans are cheering you on. It matters. It's just like doing something, you know, your, your significant other walks in, you know, back in the day, I know if you played in uh, football or basketball, especially basketball, uh, and, and you see somebody that you, you know, your, your significant other walk in, all of a sudden your movements get a little bit more pristine, a little bit more uh, pronounced. You, 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 want them to, you want them to see you making plays. That's kind of how it is with the home crowd. Houston had done everything that they were supposed to do to make sure that moment, if they came down to a game seven, it would be in their home. It would be in their house. It would be on their field. Houston had done everything they were supposed to do. They did everything right. But in spite of the circumstances, Washington had to fight for everything they got. They had to take their respect. Nobody gave them anything. They weren't waiting to earn it either. They took it. They took what they what they knew was theirs, not taking it as in being an aggressor, being a, a a victimizer, but they took it as in they knew what they needed to do and they went and did it. They knew what they needed to do for themselves and they went and got it done. And I'm telling you, in spite of your circumstances, what is it that you need to get done? Right now, what is it that you need to get done? What is it that you know without a show of a doubt that you are entitled to because you see it in your in your, your mind's eye? You feel it in your spirit. You know in your mind that you deserve something better than what you're seeing in spite of the circumstances. What is it that you need to do to win and be more successful? 
what is it that you want? That without this thing, life would be good, but it would be incomplete. In spite of the circumstances. 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 More repeat that, in spite of the circumstances. In spite of the circumstances. I want you to get in your spirit in spite of the circumstances. Let that be your monster. In spite of the circumstances. In spite of what I see, in spite of what it feels like from the outside, in spite of anything unlike what God says, I am capable of accomplishing. In spite of the circumstances. What are you wanting to accomplish with your life? What are you wanting to do with your life in spite of the circumstances? in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what it feels like, in spite of what somebody says you cannot do, have, or be, be, have, or do, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of sometimes you not having all the confidence you need or, or require to move forward, in spite of the circumstances, what are you ready to, to experience in your life right now? In spite of the circumstances. Today, I just told you about the, the plight of the uh, Washington Nationals baseball program. This year, against all odds, in spite of circumstances, they were able to overcome great odds to be crowned World Series champions. Guess what? When they fell behind in the standings during the regular season, those great players were still there. Those people that, that won the World Series were there. What does that mean? That means that they didn't allow the circumstances to circumvent their desire and their goals. Their goal was to get there and win. Not just get there, but get there and win. And they had to go through one of the best teams on the face of the planet to get it done. Because one thing is one thing is for sure. One thing is for certain. When you face any obstacle in life, when you face uh, the 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 desire to be something great. Obstacles will arise. You will find a worthy adversary when you have desires to be a champion. Worthy adversaries will show up, but they are defeatable. There's nothing that has that can hold you back forever. There's nothing that can do it. You just got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in the fact that if God gave me this vision, the dog went somehow, some way, the provision's coming for it. It may not look like I got all resources today. It may not look like I, I, that this thing is going to work out in this relationship. It may not look like my, my children are going to uh, line up and be what God called them to be. It may not look like I have all the money I need. It may not look, it may not look like what I wanted to look like or what feel it should look like in the natural. But one thing in the spirit is that in spite of circumstances, this thing is possible. This thing is possible. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I say that a lot. You hear me say that a lot. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. Let me say it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I'm going to repeat it again so you get in your spirit. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. It's worth repeating. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. Guess what? When you 
hold on to that in your spirit, when you hold on to that in your soul, there's no circumstance that you face that you can't, there's no circumstance that comes into your midst to slow you down and stop you that can beat you. Because in spite of the circumstances, you're greater than that. You're more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. When the power of the Lord arises in you, everything unlike him has a scattered, your enemies included, in spite of the circumstances. It's your time to be great. It's your time to leave your indelible mark on this world. In spite of the circumstances, it's time for you to go back and finish that degree. In spite of the circumstances, it's time for you to build your family up. In spite of the circumstances, it's time for you to keep pushing for a greater accomplishment in your life. Besides that, let me say this. Besides that, besides this, if you haven't been living a life of your dreams, you need to know that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And I'm going to do this real quick. I, I hadn't planned on doing this, but this is something I need to say to you real quick. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. You hear me say it a lot. You hear me repeat it a lot. You see it. You write it a lot. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. When you go to my website at mileswmiller.com, M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R.com, the first thing you're going to see is that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I want you to be aware of something. That if you hold your dreams in contempt, if you don't hold your dreams near and dear to your heart, nobody else can or will. It comes down to you. I want you to take your dreams serious. I want you to take your dreams serious. I want you to take your dreams serious. Your time is coming. Your time is not a little life of your dreams. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. In spite of the circumstances, you deserve to be on top and not beneath. The head, not the tail, the first, not the last, the winner, not the bottom. You deserve for your presence to be bursting forth with new wine, new joy, new prosperity, new abundance, new love. You deserve it. So in spite of the circumstances, I want everybody to hear my voice today. I want you to reach out to me. Sometimes in life when we're trying to move forward and accomplish great things, we need coaching. We need mentorship. We need somebody who's fought the good fight and has taken good notes. And I'm that guy. I'm here tonight to offer you myself as your coach. In this fourth quarter comeback season, there's going to be some things that come up against you that you're going to need some serious wisdom and serious guidance to get through. I offered Miles Miller coaching to you to get through this hump, to get over this hump, to get you to the place where you want to be. Because 2020 is coming, and when 2020 gets here, I want you to already be hot, ready, and running to go get what it is you deserve. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. So I want you to reach out to me. Go to my website, mileswmiller.com. Click on Contact Us. Put in the, the subject line that you are ready to be coached, that you are ready to go to the next level. Say, I'm ready to go to the next level. And somebody, either myself or one of my staff members, is going to reach out to you, and we're going to get you prepared 
for 2020. On that note, people, I got to get out of here. That's my time. But I want you to know this. I leave you with my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto. Actually, you know what? I have one more idea. There's something that's, that's, I really feel strongly about. Before I go, before I close this out, take yourself serious. Take your dreams serious. Take your ideas serious. Take your mind serious. Take your body serious. Take everything about you seriously. There's a new day upon us. A new opportunities for you to be great. New opportunities for you to live a life of your dreams. The life of your dreams is wonderful when you deserve it. And these new opportunities, I want you to, again, reach out, ask for coaching. I may not be the coach for you, but one thing is for certain, a coach will shorten the curve of your success. A coach will shorten the curve for your success. Experience, wisdom always helps shorten the curve so that you don't have to do everything. You don't have to experience everything to get there. You can learn from wisdom. So before I leave, I want to say this again. Anybody who can hear my voice right now, you are special. We need you to be everything that you've been called to be. Without you being and doing and having what it is that makes your heart do backflips, that touches you to your soul, without you doing your assignment that, that makes you your purpose on this, this earth, your lifetime more valuable. You're like a grain of salt that's lost its flavor, lost its seasoning. And you can't be a blessing to anyone else because you, you haven't been a blessing to yourself yet. In spite of the circumstances, I want you to love you. In spite of the circumstances, I want you to forgive yourself if you feel like you caused yourself not to be where you want to be. Or forgive those who you feel have caused you not to be where you want to be. In spite of the circumstances, I want you to love yourself again. Because sometimes when we get into battles, we forget to love ourselves. We forget that we are important and we're worthy of love just like anybody else that we want to dote it on to. Don't be afraid to dote love upon yourself. Life, your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. If nobody's told you that I love you, I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm pulling for you. I'm in your corner. Whether you call me for coaching or not, I'm, I'm pulling for you to win. I'm praying for you to win. If you can hear my voice right now, I've been sitting here on assignment to make sure that you get to the life of your dreams, that you begin to experience the life of your dreams because the life of your dreams is wonderful and you do deserve it. And on that note, I'm going to get out of here now. This is Miles Miller saying don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. And always remember this. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful. And yes, you deserve it. Miles Miller Motivation. Go get it.